Hey podcast, this is a segment called Off The Record where I'm talking all about how to market for your bottom line. Now what we did was we stripped out the audio of a YouTube video. You don't need to see anything, just go ahead and listen to this. Uh, in the whole world of contracting, everybody loves talking about their top line, but in reality, your bottom line is how you pay the bills, not the top line. So check it out. I think this will uh, be a pretty cool topic because I don't know too many other people that are talking about this. All right, I'm going to walk you through how do you actually market with the bottom line of your business in mind. And we're going to do this in three steps, and this actually is going to be a lot simpler than it may seem. So stay with me. I'll walk you through each one of the three steps, and candidly, there might even be a fourth one, um, but I'll make it step-by-step, step, show you how you can actually increase your bottom line through marketing. So here we go. So first off, why, why even bother the bottom line? Um, in this day and age, every contractor, every business that you talk to, when you say, oh, how big is your business? They immediately go to what their top line figure is. We're a million dollar business. We're two million. We're 500 grand. And the issue is you can't pay your mortgage on your top line revenue, right? There's so many contractors out there and so many companies in general out there that make a ton of money on paper. But if you actually look at their P&L, they can't pay for shit. Right, so I mean, like you've watched Shark Tank, you've seen the company that comes in with you know four million dollars in sales from the previous year, and everybody's all ooing and eyeing, and then as soon as like the sharks go, great, what did you guys actually make? What was your bottom line? And they go, oh, 60 grand. The sharks immediately go, all right, I'm out, because if you're gonna actually you know come in with this four million dollar business and then value it at eight million at 60 grand a year, I'm gonna need like 50 years to get my money back and they're not doing that. So you really need to focus on your bottom line, okay? And this is kind of how you can do that. The very first thing that you wanna do is pick your service. And the reason I said this is every contractor, especially GCs or handyman, they love focusing on everything that they can do. Right, oh, uh, you know, yep, you got drywall issues, I can fix that. You've got roofing, I can fix that. You got this, I can fix that. By knowing your actual numbers and being able to pick which services make sense for you from a you know dollar perspective, that's what you want to go for and that's what you want to market. Okay, so let's say you're a GC and you know that roofing, you, you knock it out of the park, right? You're making 70% gross profit margin on all your jobs. Um, it, it, there's a lot of work coming in, focus on that. A lot of contractors love to go for the, what they find is sexy, right? If you're landscaping, you know, most landscape companies don't do maintenance, right? Or if they do, they don't like maintenance because they it's a race to the bottom. However, it's pretty easy to, to bring a customer in do a bunch of work in their backyard and then convert them into some sort of maintenance package because they already trust you. And at that point, Building a maintenance program makes a company that much more sellable. Imagine trying to sell your, your landscape business and when somebody comes in and says, okay, great, tell me about the, the business, the lead flow, all that stuff. You're like, oh yeah, you gotta pay for all these leads all the time. It, it's a burden. That's gonna be a much tougher sell than, okay, we start off the year with $500,000 in just recurring maintenance every single year. How much easier is it going to be to sell that business once you know that you have all this recurring maintenance? So pick the, the, the actual aspects of your company, know your numbers, and find out what you're, you're making the most amount of money on. When you can do that, 
you're gonna actually increase that bottom line because you're gonna start to go, well, shit, I'm not gonna be doing all these, let's say, I don't know, decks and porches because I'm only making 10, 15% gross profit on this, but roofing, I'm making 60 to 70. So know your numbers and pick the services that are actually making you the most amount of money, all right? Granted, the actual um, demand has to be there because one job at 60 to 70% gross profit versus 15 jobs consistently at 20%, you're gonna make more money that, uh, you know, in, in the latter. And just look at it all out. If it's apples to apples as far as number of jobs that you can get, things like that, the bottom line, whatever you're gonna make the most amount of money on is gonna help you out in the long run. Number two, tap the past. What's this mean? There are so, like just about every single contracting company that we talk to, they go, I need more leads. I need more leads, I need more people in the door. Here's the problem. Your customer base, you can tap back into that. You can go back to the people that have already spent money with you, they already trust you, and just say, hey look, we got something else going on. Or reach back out and say, um, hey, it's been a while since we've been out to your house. Um, we built that fence three years ago. How's everything going? And they probably have something else going on. Or they have a friend that may need you. But by going back into your current customer list and the people that you've already worked with, it's much easier to sell to them again because they already know and they already trust you. I don't know the exact stat. It's like, but like seven, it's like, seven times more expensive to acquire a new customer than retain an old one. And then back to that landscape example, if you're going for all these new maintenance customers, you don't need to go and just go out and get a bunch of leads. I mean, yes, that's gonna help, but your current customers, you're gonna be able to, to bring them in at a cheaper you know, cost per lead or cost per you know, now customer. And also they trust you that much more. So a lot of contractors get all mad at, at marketing companies and shit, everybody gets mad at marketing companies because they say, oh, the leads that you're bringing us suck. It's like, well, okay, but you're used to referrals and you're used to past customers. So when you have a referral that comes in and they're like, hey, I just talked to, to Jeff up the street. He said you guys have been doing his lawn for a while. I've seen his lawn, it looks awesome. I wanna hire you guys. Your close percent on that is gonna be much higher than somebody who's just off the internet. They don't know who necessarily who you are. They've seen your website, they've seen some of your stuff, but they don't know what it's like to be a customer of yours and they don't know anybody necessarily that they can directly speak to that's been a customer of yours that they trust. So get that in your head that these online leads that are coming in, it's a great way to build your business. They're just not gonna be nearly as qualified as a referral or a past customer. So tapping into your past list of people is going to help that much more. So just get right in talk with them, with the old customers, and if nothing else, you're just staying top of mind, so if they don't need something right then and there, they're gonna come back to you when they do need something, maybe in a couple months, couple years, whatever it is. Finally, invest in sales. Sales and marketing are, are pretty much the same thing. The only difference is the vehicle that you're getting the message across. So when you think of marketing, you think of just, you know, grow a brand, generate a lead, and then you think of sales of take the lead, get under the finish line and actually sell them on something. When in reality, they're both addressing the same issues. The marketing world, the idea is to talk directly to a customer or a potential customer and say, look, these are the problems that you may be having. Here is how we can actually help your problem. 
Here's like the steps that it takes. Here's some other people or some testimonials of other people that have gone through it. And then the person feels enough trust to say, you know what? I, I know enough about this company. Let me go ahead and give them a call or let me go ahead and fill out a lead form or whatever it is. And then sales job is to then talk to the person and say, great, I see that you fill out a lead. What is your problem? How can we help? And the person goes into how they can actually help, right? And then the, they go, okay, great. This is our process for helping you. Here's what it may cost. Uh, you want to talk to some references, let us know. Either way, it's the exact same thing, but it's just on different ends of, of the spectrum of, did they fill out the lead form or did they not fill out the lead form quite yet? And it's also the vehicles are different. One is generally gonna be speaking or meeting in person, and the other one's gonna be more online, um, things like that. So it's the same vehicle. So by investing in sales, you're gonna really be doing two things. One, when a lead comes in, you don't, you know, if, if your close percent goes from, let's say, 10 to 20%, because you got better at sales, you learn how to slow down, you learn how to listen, how to ask the right questions. Well now, to let's say, let's say on average you do a thousand bucks per job and you get 10 leads coming in, well, you know, you, you now need 10 leads the old way to make a thousand bucks because you're at 10% close rate. But now if you're 20, you got 10 leads coming in, now you're at 2000 bucks and you've effectively just doubled your business. So by investing in knowing how to do sales or getting better at sales is gonna help you out in the long run. On the flip side, by understanding sales more, you're able to then understand the marketing idea more because a lot of contractors get frustrated when a brand new lead comes in, they have no idea who you are, they just saw your, your number randomly on the, on the internet and that it's hard to close that person because again, they don't trust you. So by getting better at sales and understanding, oh, well this person you know, literally just saw my website for the first time, they're not that qualified. You can understand the marketing process that much more. It's all about trust and if you're a big salesperson and let's say you go to a networking group day one, it's gonna be hard to generate referrals or generate leads because people just learned who you, who you are. Month five, it's a little bit easier because they trust you. Marketing is the same exact way. Day one, the first time somebody sees you, they're not gonna fill out a lead, or if they do, you're just a commodity to them because they don't actually trust you or know anything about you, and they don't know how you're different than all the other GCs out there or whatever it is that you do. But month five, after seeing you over and over and over, it's much easier to actually get that person to then give you a phone call. And plus, they're gonna be way better at um, actually you know getting closed because they trust you and, and they know you so it's really super important to invest in sales because you'll understand both sales better and you'll understand marketing that much more and the final little tidbit and i know it's not on here spend a little time researching this stuff just learn about it this is like marketing is is what feeds the business and if you just want to totally pawn it off on somebody else that's fine however if it doesn't work and you haven't done anything to actually educate yourself and help yourself out in this world, at least enough to understand, you know, is this gonna work or not? Then it's kind of on you, right? The, the blame, whatever happens in your world, it always comes back to it's your fault. If I bring on a client and they end up being a pain in the ass, well, I brought the client on. I didn't properly vet them well enough, so it's my own damn fault. If I, you know, look at my numbers after a long time and, the, and you know, the bookkeeper says, hey, look, man, you've been just like bleeding money. Well, it's my own fault for not stopping and understanding that 
I, I need to know this stuff just on a basic level to understand what's going on. And that will make it way easier to actually find out before you hire a marketing company or do your own stuff, is this even gonna work, right? You spend all this money on Angie's List or Home Advisor or Thumbtack or any of the other ones, stop and find out how do they actually work, right? You get mad and you go, oh, Home Advisor's only, they're only value shoppers, right? They only want the cheap, cheapest thing possible. Well, did you know that they, you know, when, when a homeowner fills out a lead form to get a quote, it sends us out to up to 15 contractors. Imagine being a homeowner and you just got 15 people call you up at the same time trying to sell you something and maybe you don't even want the, the job just yet. You're just trying to get more information about a bathroom remodel and now you got 15 people calling you up. I mean, that's gotta be a terrible feeling as a homeowner. So by stopping and truly understanding or learning more about what is going on in your world, you know, marketing, sales, accounting, all the stuff that actually makes your business run, it's gonna make you that much more well-rounded and you don't need to be an expert in anything, but just know enough to actually have like an okay conversation with whatever company you're gonna outsource this stuff to. So when you call up a home advisor lead, you don't get pissed at them because they only wanna spend three grand on a bathroom when you're thinking six grand on a bathroom because they've already had 14 other contractors hit them up and try to sell to them and eight other people told them two grand. So now you're competing against two grand and that person is feeling like, well shit, I'm, I'm three grand, which is a grand higher than everybody else and you're mad at me because you're coming in at six. Just learn this stuff, all right? That's really it. So the three things, three and a half things to increase that bottom line using marketing. One, go for the services that actually make you the most amount of money. Two, tap into your past customers. They will trust you and it's way easier to sell to them again. Three, invest in sales and three and a half slash four, learn this stuff. Invest in just understanding it because if you're spending you know, 30, 40, 50 grand a year on marketing or even more, is it worth six hours to learn this stuff? It might be. Thanks, good luck with this stuff.